All right, guys. So it is Tuesday, August 23rd. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Today is an episode that's all about your ego and how to control your ego. Okay. How many of you guys know what ego is? What are the definitions of ego that come into your mind? If you want to type it in the chat, you can. Or if you're listening to this while you're driving, think about those things. What is what comes to mind when you think of ego? Okay. The word ego, it usually carries a really like negative definition. Okay. It can be both positive and negative aspects for the ego. This is something that a lot of people don't know. Positive and negative aspects in your ego. Okay, from a positive perspective, your ego is simply, simply just means that like you're solid, you're healthy, you have a strong sense of self, which is super important. That type of ego that strong, healthy sense of self, knows oneself, understands, like, you know, keeps their head high in a positive way, not in a cocky way, keeps their head high in a, in a, in a very like, I know who I am type of manner. That is the type of ego that you need in business. It is a essential in business. The other type of ego where it's very cocky and very negative, very judgmental, very ignorant. Yes. Okay. That type of ego will not get you very far in life, will not help with your business, will not do good in relationships, will not carry you further to the next stage of your life if you have that type of ego. Okay. Ego can literally kill your dreams. Ego can kill your visions. Ego can kill your relationships, your friendships. Anything that comes into your life, the e your ego can kill that like this. It is that simple. So what you want to do is understand what the opposite of ego is. And the opposite of ego is humbleness. Knowing who you are as a person, but not in a, I'm this type of girl, I'm this blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? In, in, a, in a humble way, a down to earth way. There's two sides of your ego and one will destroy you and one will elevate you. And a lot of people get stuck and confused as to the difference between those two. When you have an ego that is toxic, it can literally, it, it's almost like sucking you down like the law of gravity. And a lot of people are very unaware of this. So one of the main factors when it comes to your ego, your personal ego, that you need to figure out where you feel, fit on that scale, you need to have the awareness. Okay. You need to have the awareness of how you present yourself, your comparison to other things, how you feel about other people versus yourself. Like it, there's so many different types of, of ego. 
right? So what you have to do to really kill that toxic ego that can ruin your life is you need to have that awareness. The moment that you begin to believe in your own greatness and the moment that you begin to believe in yourself, that's when you have the ability to be truly creative. When you have the ability to abandon those old thoughts in ways that are like a weight that weigh you down, right? Self-absorption ruins the very thing that it celebrates. So how do you keep this, this toxic ego and these, these specific traits that you don't want, that you might not even know that you have, how do you prevent that? And there's a lot of different ways that you can go about this. Okay, number one is you always need to have a, and adopt a beginner's mindset. This is so important because this humbles you a lot. When you adopt a beginner's mindset, it is impossible to learn, okay? It, it is impossible to learn that which one thinks one already knows. If you feel like you know everything, if you feel like you're at the top of the top, if you feel like there's nothing that nobody else can teach you, that's an ego. Having a beginner's mindset, being a student all the time, being a constant student is one of the things that will really get you a lot further in life as opposed to you feeling and thinking and saying that you know it all because that gives off the impression that you're better than people, that you have nothing to learn from people, that you, you know, you're at the top of the top. But guess what? Nobody's there. Right? You need to be able to humble yourself and know that, listen, in any situation in life, whether you know so much about something or so little about something, you need to remind yourself that you are a student always. Your ego will tell you you've got it all figured out. Your ego will tell you that that you know you're good. I don't I don't I don't need help from you. I don't I can't learn from you. Right? But the one thing about that is it prevents you from learning. It prevents you from growing. It keeps you exactly where you are. So you need to remind yourself sometimes how much you don't know to humble yourself, to allow yourself to grow further. Okay. Another thing that is super important is you need to focus on the effort and not the outcome. And how does this play into ego? So when you focus on the outcome, Okay, with any creative like point in your life, you know, some point where, right? Like you, you gotta understand that you can't let what happened, like what whatever happens while you're you're doing your business journey, whatever happens, whatever steps that you're taking, okay, you need to do it with peace of mind. You need to do it, you need to take those steps, you need to to go in those directions with peace of mind. There's a quote that I really like, and it, it goes like success is, success is peace of mind, which is a direct self-satisfaction 
And basically, if you know that you're making the effort to do something and to do your best, that you're capable of becoming what you want to do. Okay. Focusing on the effort and not the outcome is crucial because doing your best is what matters. Focusing on that is what matters because external rewards are just extra. A lot of people, okay, their ego steps in when they're working in their business. Their ego steps in when they're working their relationship. Their ego steps in in so many different avenues. And we're so focused on the reward of that, that, you know, overall decision. We're so focused on getting some sort of trophy. We're so focused on getting that recognition. We're so focused on the big bang that sometimes we forget all the work that we've done. Sometimes we forget to reward ourselves from the journey. Sometimes we forget to focus on that because that matters more than any external factors. Right? When you do this business, when you do life, when you do a relationship, you don't do it for the big reward at the end. You do it for every single experience in between. You do it for feeling grounded. You do it for feeling in the moment. But your ego will tell you different. Your ego will tell you different. And what you always need to do in those situations is you need to choose purpose over passion. Choose purpose over passion. Why? Because passion runs hot and it burns out very quickly. But people with purpose, and you kind of got to think of it as like passion and combined with reason, okay? They're more dedicated and have control over the direction that they want to go in. All right. Sometimes ego doesn't allow you to be in control. Your ego is the one that's driving you. Even though your ego is within you, that's not necessarily you. So understanding the difference between when your ego is pushing you, when your ego is driving you, and when your selflessness is driving you, there's a big difference. There's a big a result that will come out of the end that is very, very different from each other. Okay, and a lot of people struggle with that difference. A lot of people struggle with that difference. A lot of people look at ego like it's something that they don't have. It can't be beat. My ego, this is who I am. Right? But the thing with ego is you got to kill it before it grows. Because you sooner or later get to a point where you don't even understand what your ego is doing versus yourself. You don't know how to differentiate the two. And a lot of it has to do with pride. Okay. Killing your pride before you lose your head is, is huge. You got to remind yourself every single day how much work is left to be done, not how much you have done. Okay. Another way of understanding your ego and how to deal with your ego is learning how to manage, learning how to manage yourself and other people. Once you learn how to manage yourself and other people, you can, you can kind of see how, how to talk to people, how to um, communicate with people, how to interact with people, how it works. Once you become a people person and you understand how to handle certain, you know, relationships or certain issues in a relationship, you start a, to gain a very good sense of self. Okay. You have to 
basically just it, it's called grounding yourself does anybody know how to ground themselves and so many people have different versions of how to ground yourself this is something that I do very often um, at least once a week all right and when it comes to to learning how to manage myself this has played a really really big part in that for me being able to ground myself has helped me dim that light on my ego and one of the biggest ways that I did that was going for walks in nature. This is something for me that has helped me so much to get more in tune with who I am as a person and not what I think about myself. Because there's a big difference. There's who you are and there's what you think of you. Your ego is what you think of you. Who you are is your true self. So you almost got to look at it as your one body, but you have, there's two personas. Everybody has their true identity and everybody has an ego, whether it's good or bad, everybody has one. So when you learn how to manage yourself, when you learn how to understand who you truly are as a person and, and look, listen to these words carefully, who you are and who you think you are, are two different people. Who you are and who you think you are, are two different people. Who you are is is that nature and that person that you're meant to be. Who you think you are is a made up idea of yourself in your head that is created by your ego. And a lot of people use it as a defense mechanism. A lot of people use it as a shield, but it's very, very damaging because who you are and who you think you are can be two different people. You can be this this, you know, outgoing, very loving life person, but you tell yourself that you're shy and you tell yourself that you're introverted and you tell yourself this, that's a version of your ego telling you who you are, not who you truly are. You may be somebody who is introverted and shy and quiet, but when you're out there with your business partners or with people, it's almost like you gotta, your ego tells you to, you gotta one up them. You have to be louder. You have to have all the attention. You have to be bold. You have to be strong. You have to get noticed at, at these events or when you're out like with your girls or whatever it is, like your ego will tell you, no, 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 I need to be this person. I'm with you. I need to be like this now. No, no. That ruins your character. That separates who you actually are from the vision of how you want people to see you. How people see you should be the exact same version as who you view as yourself. It should never be a different face. It should never be a different skin. But your ego, and the way I look at ego a lot is kind of like snakeskin. Snakeskin in a way that it's something that is a layer. Some people use it as protection when it can be actually very damaging. Okay. But it's something that can shed. And it's something that you can grow out of, grow out of, okay? It's something that a lot of us don't realize that we have or that we do or that we say, like there's so many different types of versions of egos that, you know, can be done as doing, saying, feeling, thinking, right? And a lot of the time when this is happening, when we have our ego, especially when we're 
in front of people or we're, you know, just, just wanting to do something grand in life, like whether it's your business, whether it's your relationship, whether it's, you know, at an event, et cetera, a lot of people really don't understand how to shut it off. People don't understand how to shut it off. And one of the things that you need to do is, is get out of your own head. Getting out of your own head to kind of view yourself from a different perspective can help you understand what type of ego you have. How damaging is your ego? How people even view yourself from a different perspective. There's an endless stream of self-realization that we need to tap into. A lot more people are open to it. A lot more people are more understanding of it. But that's what you need to do. And you need to have the courage to feel uncomfortable in order to understand yourself sometimes. And listen, it can be tough, especially if you're somebody who, you know, always wants to be in control. If you're somebody who always wants to be able to, you know, like th this is something that needs to be let go of. Another factor, control. There is a poison in the need to control. And people who have that tough, big ego, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but like, you know, the control freaks out there, all those, those people that are just like, you know, everything has to be like this, like that's an ego. That's a part of an ego because you're trying to control everything, trying to micromanage everything. And that's, that usually comes when you've had a lot of success. Control is, is something that is really, um, like detrimental to, to that. Okay. It, it's almost like you start saying your ego starts to say, well, it has to be done my way. Every little thing, it has to be done the way I want it. But that doesn't help you in any way going forward. And the solution to that is you got to regularly remind yourself, regularly remind yourself the limits of their power and reach. Somebody who is thriving high on an ego trip, okay? Somebody who is a control freak, it is really hard for them to remind themselves of what their limits are with their power, what their reach is with their power. You need to humble that down because the more that you feed into your ego, the more it can overtake, the more relationships you will, you will bend, the more people that you will be around that you know, they're going to align with your ego, but they're not going to align with you. There are two different people. Two different people. I want to align with people that I meet in my life with who I truly am as a person inside, not my external skin that I'm trying to protect or not that external factor that I haven't tapped into yet because I don't understand how to control my ego. I want to align with people who are like me internally. Because with your ego, the more that you feed it, the more that it grows, the more that you don't try to figure out how to humble yourself, how to be, be centered with yourself, your ego is going to attract other people with big egos. You're going to have a circle of people with egos. And those are the people that you're learning from. And as sooner or later, you don't even recognize or realize 
the type of impact that those people are making on your life. Because you don't see it. This is why it is so important to understand who you are as a person and separate yourself from your ego. Okay. And something that you can practice to do that, if it's something that you really want to start focusing on, is anytime you go somewhere, anytime you go out, anytime you're meeting new people, if you go to an event, if you're going to a party, et cetera, something that is really difficult for a lot of people to do, especially if you have power, especially if you have money, especially if you have a massive organization or whatever it is, listen, you got to leave your entitlement at the door. You need to leave your entitlement at the door. Right? This is something that can lead you into failure. Okay? Manifestation of ego can lead you to success in a positive way if you have that positive ego, but it can also leave you right in, lead you right into failure. Anytime you walk into a room, something that I always, always remind myself, and this is, this is a really important factor to me personally, is I know that when I walk into the room, I've got one shot to walk into that room. I've got one impression to make. First impressions never lie. So when it comes to that impression, I used to want it to be oh, I want them to think of me like this. I want them to blah, blah, blah. Like I, like I, I wanted that title or, or wanted you know people to look at me in a certain way. That's my ego talking. Because if I want them to look at me in a certain way, that's not actually me. Are they really looking at me? Right? So with that ego, that needs to stay at the door. Anytime that you're walking into a new place, a new room, a new party, or, or you're meeting people for the first time, you need to literally leave your ego at the door because it can destroy any chances when it comes to your network, when it comes to the people that you're meeting, when it comes to how people like view you. I want people to see me for the person that I am. I want people to see me and know me for Daniela. I don't want them to see me and know me for my ego exterior that I, that I shield sometimes that I, that I put on sometimes because I'm insecure sometimes or be, whatever the case may be, that ego needs to be left at the door because that ego can ruin your chances of your growth. That ego can ruin your chances of potentially meeting people, aligning with people. They always say that your network is your net worth, Right. So when I'm building my network, I want it to be with people who are like me truly, not like my ego, okay? Understanding the two is, is, is hard, but you need to literally look at it as like two different personas. So many people, ego ruins the bag and other things, relationships, et cetera, 100%. 100%. There's something that um, one of our business partners always say, and, it's, and he says, you know, sometimes your ego is screwing up the bag. Your ego can literally like ruin like things that you've wanted for yourself for such a long time. It can destroy certain feelings. It can destroy certain relationships. It's gotta be 
to the point where you understand what your ego is and who you are and you can separate the two. It needs to get to that point. Okay, listen, having an ego in business, like I said, when we first started this call, you need an ego in business, but you need a solid, healthy, strong sense of self-ego. Not an ego that you put on a show or pretend to be someone else or, you know, it's cocky and it's this and that. That ego will never get you anywhere. Okay. So you need to, when it comes to your ego, okay, and really how to separate the two. One thing that you can do, and this is an exercise that I actually did years ago, and I'm just remembering it now. And it's pretty cool. It's very powerful. But one thing that you can do is take a piece of paper. And on one side of that paper, I want you to write down everything that you know about yourself not think everything that you know about yourself so for example I know that I have a very creative mind I know that I am very introverted and extroverted I know that I have a talent when it comes to music these are things that I know. Things that I think might be different. And I'll give you an example. I think, as an ego would say, I'm better than everyone. I think that I deserve more because I just think I do. I think that I am deserving of a greater love. If you know that, if you think, like these are the things that you think, but listen, if you don't actually add up to those things, then how does it make sense? If you are in a relationship and you don't give that person your world and, and that person's not your world and you don't actually give effort into the relationship and you're not trying to fix things and this and this and that, you can't tell yourself that you deserve more if you're not giving more right? You need to understand. So the difference and, and on this sheet of paper, what you know about yourself versus what you think about yourself will be two different things. You'll have two different things written down. Okay. So understanding where your thoughts are when you think about yourself and how you actually know yourself to be and feel yourself to be and your true sense of self, they're going to be two different things. And this is a really good way to understand and realize what type of ego you have, how much of an ego you have. And a lot of people, if you have a very big ego, you're not going to do this exercise. I'll tell you that right now. You won't do it. Because you probably think you don't have to. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. Your ego will ruin your opportunities to grow. Your ego will stunt you in so many different ways. And if you don't believe that, that's something that needs to be fixed. So take the time 
to sit down with yourself and write on a piece of paper everything that you know about yourself to be true and sometimes what you think about yourself. You will see two very different answers. And these are answers that will give you a lot, like the answers to your questions in terms of business, relationship, growth, et cetera. It can be found on this sheet of paper that you write down. Because listen, you might think one thing in your head and on the other side of your brain, you think another thing. But when you see it in paper, in words, it's a lot easier to comprehend on how the two interact with each other, how the two cancel out each other, how the two battle with each other. Because our minds are very back and forth. Our minds are always running. It is so hard to understand our minds sometimes. So by transferring it onto a piece of paper, it's a lot easier for you to determine what type of ego you have. Is your ego damaging? Is your ego stunting your growth? Is your ego allowing you to open different doors and different opportunities? Or is it shutting them right in your face without you even realizing? So take the time to understand who you are as a person and what ego skin you have around you. Because I promise that once you start to shed the negative side of your ego, because you need a positive ego, but once you shed that negative side of your ego, a lot more doors will open up a lot more. You'll feel a lot lighter. You'll feel a lot more true to yourself. You'll feel a lot more grounded because you don't have that exterior mask on. You don't have to pretend. You don't need to put on a front. You don't need to do any of those things. You can actually be true to who you are, build genuine relationships, genuine connections, be in the right place at the right time because you feel that, not because your ego tells you to. And you start to develop a different relationship with yourself. You start to understand yourself on different levels for you, who you truly are, as opposed to who you think you are. Big difference. All right. So I hope that this helped you guys understand how to separate that shed and, and shed that snake skin. I hope that this understood, it gave you a better understanding of the differences in egos of how to overcome them, of the, the things that you can do on a daily to recognize them. Some people bring out an ego in you that you didn't even know that you had, which is why it's so important for you to be self-aware of yourself and self-aware of other people, how to handle yourself and how to handle other people, right? So think if this is something that you feel might be damaging your success, damaging your relationship, damaging your friendships, et cetera, you need to check your ego at the door. You need to understand that you need to leave your ego over there because it cannot come with you any further if you want success, if you want a healthy relationship, if you want to build healthy friendships, if you want to build a network of people that is true to who you are, your ego needs to stay over there. If it's damaging that much, then it needs to be on pause. Okay. So I hope that this helped you guys today. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate you guys. I hope that you guys have a beautiful Tuesday and that you kill your week. All right, I'm gonna go into the mastermind part of this and answer any questions that you guys have. So feel free to type it in the chat. 
or feel free to unmute yourself if you want to ask any questions or say one thing that you guys loved, one thing that you guys learned. But I'm going to stop the recording here. So for everyone listening in, I hope that you have a beautiful day. Hopefully you do this exercise and it helps in so many different ways. I appreciate you guys and I will see you guys on the next episode.